0: Hope you had a great weekend. It's Monday. Mark Aram and Pals with you for the next two hours here on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. We're going to have a fun show tonight. We're going to talk a little sports. We're going to talk a little food. We're going to talk a little school related COVID kind of stuff. Uh, But I like to kick things off Millennial Match Game. That being said, I need two contestants that want to play Millennial Match Game right now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Two contestants to play Millennial Match Game with our buddy Randy. Uh, Judd, let's hear that open. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Judd Higginbotham comes in just to do that every, every Monday and Wednesday. You're a trooper, Judd. Nicest guy, perhaps, in radio is Judd Hickenbotham. Uh, the nicest lady, and certainly the Queen of Millennial Match Game, our buddy from the digital desk, it's Randy O'Cray. How are you, Randy Pants?
1: I am feeling fantastic, Markster. How are y'all? Excellent.
0: Did you have a good weekend?
1: I had a really good weekend.
0: What'd you do? What was the highlight of Randy's weekend?
1: It was just the weekend with my boyfriend, and that was kind of fun or whatever. Did
0: you, didn't you guys go out of town? Or was that last week? No.
1: look, Listen, so you watching my stories too hard, Mark? No, I, we didn't. Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I knew you went out of town recently, didn't you? Or was that thinking of someone else? I'm not else? going
1: there with you. Let's right. play Millennial Match Game. All right. Randy
0: is the queen of Millennial Match Game. She also hosts uh, a podcast called Black, Educated, and Broke. I suggest you check it out, even though she refuses to have me on. And she's also a part of the PowerPod podcast. So, Randy's doing it all, but she's most known for being the queen of Millennial Match Game. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Peggy's going to play Millennial Match Game. Peggy, welcome oh. to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you. Um, I'm um, single, widowed, have, and um, enjoying them.
0: All right. Excellent. Well, thank you, Peggy. Welcome to Millennial Match Game. Uh, you're going to be taking on Peter. It's Peter and Peggy. Peter, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Um, I am
3: a senior at Georgia State University, and I actually run my own small business. I make, uh, well, I usually make pocket squares, but now I've been making a lot of math. Very uh, cool.
0: Well, excellent. Georgia State, are you gonna be in class or is it online learning this year? Unfortunately, all online. That's all right. Well, congratulations on uh, your upcoming graduation. So we got Peggy and Peter. Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Uh, Tonight's Millennial Match Game are movie quotes. So I'm going to play a movie quote, guys. And you don't need to know what movie it's from. You just have to guess if Randy the Millennial knows. So this is an example. Uh, You guys want to play Longoria. Would uh, Millennial Randy know what movie this is from? gonna
4: say stupid as
0: as stupid does. Stupid is as stupid does. What do you think, Longoria? Would Randy know that? Yes. Randy, what Uh. movie is that from?
1: Um, I think the little rascals. Stupid as a stupid doing. No,
0: that is Forrest Gump. That is oh, Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, that's Gump, right. Alright, so there you go, uh Peter and Peggy. When in doubt, the Millennial does not know, even Super Randy. Alright, Peggy, here we go. Millennial Match Game Movie Quote Edition. Will Millennial Randy know what movie this quote is from? Well, that quote won't play. We'll try this one. Alrighty then. I'll play it one more time. Oh. All righty then. Alrighty then. What do you think? Will Randy the Millennial know what movie that's from?
4: Uh,
0: I'm going yes. Randy, what movie is that from?
1: <laughs> can, you, can you play it again? Yeah.
0: All righty then. All righty then.
1: All right, that is Jim Carrey. Yes. And um, it was um, uh, you know that movie where he was in the jungle, Ace Ventura.
0: That is correct. Good job. Hey. I did not think you'd get that one. All yeah. right, Peter, you're up. will way millennial. To go, girl. Yeah, exactly. Way to go, girl. <laughs> will millennial Randy Peter know what movie this is from? No, I'm I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Life uh, uh, finds a way. What do you think, Peter? Will millennial Randy know what that movie's from? I'm gonna
2: hope
3: so. I'm gonna
0: say yes, Randy. I'm gonna play one more time for you. No, I'm. I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Life uh, um, finds okay, a okay, way. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so, so the voice, that voice sounds like the guy that does the Apartments.com commercial. Yes,
0: you're 100% okay. right. That is Jeff Goldblum. Oh. Jeff Goldblum.
1: Okay, so that's, so that's, okay, that's the guy. That's the guy. That, um, uh, um, uh, uh, uh the, the, the dinosaur, Jurassic
4: Park.
0: That Jurassic is correct. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Park. Good job. The fact that you know him first as the guy from the Apartments.com commercial is amazing. <laughs> that is why Randy is the best. All right, here we go, Peggy. This is a tough one. I'm not going to sway you, but I would bet money that Randy doesn't know what movie this famous cut is from.
3: Nice software.
0: Nice software. What do you think Peggy? Well,
5: I'm going to I'm going to take your suggestion and <laughs> say saying no.
0: Yeah, I'm going to play it as many times <laughs> as you want, Randy. Nice software. Nice software. What do you, when you hear that, what are you thinking?
1: I mean, it's first, it first sounds like you know, extraterrestrial, so it sounds like a, like ET, but I don't nice remember him
0: software. Talking.
1: Oh it's not like a robot. Yes. It's a robot or something. You are
0: hundred percent right. It is a robot. Ooh, ooh,
1: okay, if it's a robot, I'm just gonna go with the thing with the with the one eye, the robot, um, with the Star Wars or trick. I don't know which one. Yeah. R2
0: D2. Yep. Yeah. No, R2 D 2 doesn't talk, oh. he just makes beeps. <laughs> That is a movie called Short Circuit. Short Circuit from back in the day. That's a tough one, Randy. I mean, if you weren't alive in the 80s, there's no reason to watch Short Circuit. Right, Longoria? You don't need to go back and watch that thing. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Was Johnny
6: that, Five? That was Johnny Five, Johnny right? Five, yeah, Johnny exactly. Five. Right. Longoria,
0: Longoria gets a point. Millennial Match Game continues. Brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Movie quote edition of Millennial Match Game. All right, Peter, here we go. Will Millennial Randy know what movie this famous quote is from? Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta Hasta la vista, baby. What do you think, Peter?
3: That's a classic. You got to know
0: that one. Uh, Randy, Peter, who is younger <laughs> than you, says it's a classic <laughs> and you have to know it. No pressure. You want to hear it again?
1: I know that. That's, that's hasta la vista, baby. That's that Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, um, the movie, um, um, you know, where he's a robot. Terminator
0: baby i'll give it to you it's terminator 2 judgment day but you're in that you're in the genre that's right what's that what what was the actor's name randy
1: arnold schwarzenegger
0: there you go all right peggy you're up millennial (laughs) match game movie quote edition oh this is going to be a tough one i again i'm betting randy doesn't know this one this is ripley last
3: survivor of the nostromo
0: signing off this is ripley last survivor of the nostromo signing off what do you think pegs
5: Oh, gosh, I ain't, I'm going to say
3: no. <laughs> yeah, unless
0: your boyfriend made you watch this movie, I'm going to say no, Randy. I'll play it again, though. This
3: is Ripley, last
0: survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. What do you think, Randy? I Pants? don't
1: know. That sounds like an old movie.
0: It, it was, or 80s? What was it? What's the actress's name there? I'm blanking on it. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney I'll give you a hint. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, I know her.
1: That's the redhead lady. Yeah.
0: Name.
1: Oh, what kind of? What she said? She's signing off. I don't know. This is
0: Ripley,
3: last survivor of the Nostromo, signing
0: off. Last survivor. she like some
1: space stuff or something? I don't know. Oh,
0: you're there, Randy. You're there. I don't know my brain. Space. You got. um, You got. What's her name in space? What's her name again, Deborah, the actress? Sigourney Weaver. You got Sigourney Weaver in space. You're almost home.
1: Uh, uh, Oh, I failed you all. I don't know. What's
0: in space, Deborah Green says. What's in space?
1: Um, spaceships and aliens and asteroids.
0: All right. You said three things right there. The name of the movie is one of those three things you just aliens. said. Yes. Good job. Sorry, <laughs> Peggy. I robbed you of a oh, point, Peggy. Right. I robbed you of a point. I'm sorry. All right, Peter, here we go. Uh, will Millennial Randy know what movie this famous quote is from? The Corova Milk Bar sold Milk Plus.
7: Milk Plus, Velocet, or Sintemisk, or Drencrum which is what we were drinking. This would sharpen you up and make you ready for a bit of the old ultraviolence.
0: It's a uh, cult classic, but I would wager that... I'm not going to sway you, but I would wager Randy doesn't know this one, Peter.
3: I know exactly what that's from, but I don't think Randy knows. How do you
0: know that? How old are you? (laughs)
2: I'm
0: I'm 32, so I'm on the oh, upper end. Oh, I got you. All right. Fair, fair enough. Randy, you have any idea what that is? It's way too Man. long for me to play again.
1: No, don't play it again. I have no <laughs> clue, Drew, okay? Listen, I don't know.
0: Clockwork Orange. A Clockwork Orange. Yep. What is oh. that? It's a psychedelic... It is, it is a very a disturbing but great Kubrick. movie. Stanley yeah. Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, exactly right. All right, so Peter gets the point. All right, here we go. This one is a layup, I think, Peggy. Will Millennial okay. Randy know what movie this quote is from?
4: I used to hate the water. <laughs>
0: I can't imagine why. I used to hate the water. I can't imagine why. What do you think Peggy big 70s blockbuster film? Will Millennial yeah. Randy know though. 70s way before she was born.
4: Oh mm, gosh.
0: Well,
1: I'm going to say yes. She's wow. pretty good. All right, Randy, you're pretty <laughs> good. I'm going to
0: I'm going to play you that again.
4: I used to hate the water.
0: I can't imagine why. All right, so obviously the movie has to do with water and There's hating the water.
1: Hating the water. They hate the water. Okay, you, why would you would hate the water? Because either you can't swim or you're, like, scared of, you know, something in the water might bite, bite you or something. What would
0: you be scared um, of in the water, Randy? What would you be scared of? I would
1: be scared of, you know, like a shark or something. Okay,
0: all right. that's That seems logical. So a movie about someone that's scared of a shark in the water would be called what?
1: Jaws, Jaws, there
0: Jaws. There you go. All right. I massaged another point for you, you Peggy, because I lost you one that last time. Uh, oh, all right, here we <laughs> go, Peter. Uh, will Millennial Randy know what movie this is from?
4: Human
7: sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
0: Underrated comedy of the 80s. I don't think it gets the credit. It is due. What do you think, though, Peter? Will Millennial Randy know what movie that's from?
3: I'm going to say no.
0: Randy, one more time for the cheap seats.
7: Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
0: What do you think, Randy? No clue. No clue.
1: <laughs> Never heard of that.
0: That's that's one of the most famous eighties movies lines. Bill Murray was the actor that said it. You know who Bill Murray is, right?
1: Yes, I do know Bill Murray.
0: He used to be the spokesperson for Apartments.com. Yeah, he was in Ghostbusters. That's a good call. Yes. All right, uh, Peter gets the point because Randy didn't know that the movie is Ghostbusters. That was the movie that Bill Murray was in. It was Ghostbusters. (laughs) End of round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green?
4: Peggy three, Peter four. Oh, we got a nail-biter. I think
0: Peggy can pull it out, though. Peggy might be able to pull this one out. We'll come right back. Millennial Match Game, having fun on a Monday. The Mark Aram Show at 95.5 (laughs) WSB. Welcome back. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What is the score and who is up, Deb Green? All
4: right, we got Peggy with three, Peter with four. I believe it's Peggy's turn.
0: Peggy is up. Famous movie quote edition of Millennial Match Game. This is a very famous movie quote, Peggy. Will Millennial Randy know what movie it's from?
4: Excuse
6: me while I whip this out. Uh
0: (laughs) Peggy, excuse me while I whip this out. Will Millennial Randy know what movie that's from, though?
8: Well... I'm gonna
0: say yes. All right, Randy. Excuse me while I whip
6: this out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got nothing that sounds all types of inappropriate, so I don't even know. That
0: is uh, Blazing okay. Saddles. Mel Brooks, uh, Blazing Saddles. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all right, uh, P- Peter for the win here. Will Millennial uh, Randy? Nope, that is not that audio's not in there either way. All right, we'll try this one. Uh, will Randy know this movie quote?
8: Nice beaver.
3: Thank you. I just had it
8: stuffed. Let me help you with
0: that. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. Real quick, will Millennial Randy you know a movie that's from? I
3: believe I know that one, but I'm going to say no. Nice Beaver,
0: Randy. What do you think? Nice Beaver. All the
1: reason I, all the reason I know this is because you asked me this one before and I got it wrong, and it was the Naked
4: Gun. Wow! <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Right.
4: That's a right. great way to
0: close right. out uh, Millennial Match Game. Uh, what's the final score, Deborah Green?
4: Peggy three, Peter
0: four. Peggy. Nice Beaver. Thank you for playing. Peter, great win. Randy, plug your podcast, my friend.
1: Yes, guys. Please go out and check out Black Educated and Broke on all your favorite platforms, as well as the PowerPod.
0: Miss you so much, Randy. See you soon, bud.
1: Bye, guys. News,
0: weather, traffic, next. This is The Mark Aram Show.
2: Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Well, excuse
0: me. Let me 639 you know. ish, 86 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, seven and a half on The Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter. Johnny Kilbasa will join us in one hour. Tonight starts the DNC, the Democratic National Convention. Do you know what DNC stands for, Chuck, in the baseball card community? No clue. Dead nut center. Wow. Means a perfectly centered card. I got you. But the DNC is the Democratic National Committee. So here's the deal. Today and tomorrow, we're going to carry it live on our AM signal, our app, and on wsbradio.com. So that's what we're going to do today and tomorrow. And then Wednesday and Thursday, when the big stuff happens, it'll be on all formats. So we'll simulcast that all. And we're going to do the exact same thing for the Republican National Convention when that starts. So the coverage will be heard uh, tonight and tomorrow on our AM signal or our app, etc., uh, and then Thursday, or Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be on all of our, our platforms. So we'll keep you uh, up to date politically. And, of course, complete wrap-up after the conventions on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate starting at 4.30. Schlongo, I need uh, the Mark Aram show breaking news sounder. Where is I don't know if you guys uh, knew this or not, but 23 years ago today was my first day at WSB Radio. Did not know that. Happy Tw- anniversary. 23 years damn that went quick it really does not feel like a blink of an eye chuck
5: that's so, fat. that's that's a long time yeah
0: uh, in this industry at one station that's it's almost
5: unheard of yeah it honestly. is
0: honestly except at wsb radio yeah like if, if like you think 23 years in radio that is insane with the same company the same station but i'm way behind mellish slade uh chris camp marcy williams like there's the mark Aylwine has been here longer than me like, I'm, like, ninth on the depth chart. I've been here 23 straight years, so this is a special place. I hope you guys get to experience decades-plus service uh, with WSB Radio. I, I don't want to talk about me because, honestly, I've said this many times before, the only reason I've lasted this long, I'm never late, I don't call in sick, and whatever my boss wants me to do, I do. That's it. I mean, you could tell. If you listen to the show, there's not much talent back here, right? <laughs> I'm extremely average. I- I- I'm extremely average. I'm a four- facially and I'm like a 5 talent wise. I don't call in sick. It's almost a I'm ten. never late and whatever <laughs> yeah that's nine together. Yeah, nine <laughs> all combined. <laughs> and whatever my boss wants to do, I do. That's that's the only reason I've been here 23 years. So that's my blueprint to success. I want to talk about the shortest 10-year job you've ever had.
4: For me was,
0: <laughs> for me it was not even really a job. It was an internship. Um, I I got hired as an intern uh, for the CBS television station in Hartford. And I was hired as a sports intern. And it was a pretty cool gig. Like this was Gail King was the main anchor, you know, Oprah's best friend. Like she was the main anchor there. She was really nice. But because my grades were so poor, my college wasn't going to give me credit. Like, in order to get a credited internship, you had to have at least a 3.0. And the CBS station wasn't paying me. So after two weeks, I'm like, all right, I've done enough to put this on my resume. I'm out of here. Like, so two weeks out of into my internship, I pieced out. That's the longest. It wasn't even a job, but that's the longest I, What are the shortest I ever had? What was the shortest gig you ever had, Chuck?
5: Uh, one day, and then they fired me a, a week, uh, like a week later. What happened? I well, I, I was told that the job was something other than what it was. Okay. So when I got there, I wasn't doing at all what I thought I was hired to do. And yeah. I like, oh, whatever. What was it, the job? It was just working construction. Okay. It was actually, I had, I had applied for building. Yeah. Because that's what I wanted to do. And they literally had me out there digging holes to plant trees. Oh. the landscape crew and I was like, you're like, I was I'm not like one day, day here. and then the next day I called in with an excuse and I was like you know what I'm just not going to show up again and then finally Friday I got a call like hey you're fired I was like alright it's fine shortest, I I gonna come back
0: shortest anyway. gig you ever had ago. it was also
6: in construction yeah uh, it was about three months <clears throat> I just couldn't take it anywhere. they kept on trying to get me to go up in the in the scissor lift you oh, know, yeah, and I'm afraid of heights. Not and I guy. told him multiple times. And finally, I was just like, you know what, this is not going to be for me. I asked
5: me at three months. Did it?
0: Did it? Did have anything to do with they thought that that you were fully bilingual? And they,
4: <laughs>
6: that, when they that, got you, that, hun, that, could, that could have been partially. Like, this
0: yeah, guy can yeah, barely speak yeah, Spanish. I couldn't speak to anybody there. Deborah Green, shortest <laughs> yeah. gig you've ever had.
4: I was a liquor rep for a month.
0: Really? Yeah. It all started like a out- shot
4: girl. Now, see, here's the issue. It all okay. started out nice with yeah, like yeah. you go to these corporate events and you serve really high end alcohol, yeah, yeah. and then it gets seedier and seedier where they want you to wear like swimsuits and yeah. and serve shots at bars. So I'm like, yeah, I'm out.
0: I, I remember, you know, back in my bar going days when you'd have like the. Um like the Jagermeister girls. girls,
4: absolutely, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they come in
0: and give a free shot glasses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that was what it was morphing into.
4: Yeah, and I, that that, yeah. that wasn't for me.
0: The well, the Red Bull girls, remember the Red Bull girls? Oh yeah, there? yeah. I still see some of those little Red Bull cars those driving
4: around. Driving mm-hmm.
0: around, they'd have the girls in the short shorts. Who's still drinking Red Bull? I've I've. I would think that that these days that no one's drinking that anymore. The energy drink business is is huge, so I don't know. Uh, so I just want to know, in honor of my twenty third anniversary, that is insane to me. I'm 46. Half my life has been spent inside these walls. That's crazy to me. Shortest job you've ever had. The quickest uh, employment you've ever had. And why? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Again, our coverage of the DNC will be on our AM signal tonight and tomorrow, Thursday and Friday on all formats, and we gonna do the exact same thing for the Republican National Convention when that kicks off. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, your shortest tenured job ever. What happened and why? On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, it's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back to the show. 652. We got a packed second hour of the show, including Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Uh, my 23rd anniversary today at WSB Radio. It's crazy. It's gone by so, so fast. What's the shortest job you ever had? Uh, the shortest. Amount of time you've been employed with one job. That's pretty self-explanatory, right? Am I, am I explaining it right, Chuck? I get yeah, it right. Yeah, you absolutely. understand it. All right. Uh, Marco joins us in Lilburn. We need more
4: lemon plates. Marco, <laughs> la- uh,
0: big truck driver. What's the shortest gig you ever okay. had, Marco? Uh, it was. Uh, I was security at Sixth Avenue. Security. <laughs> Very yeah. intimidating uh, figure is Marco in Lilburn. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was trying to – back then I wanted to work for the FBI, so I was trying to get all kinds of experience and stuff. My um, and, and what happened? Why was it so short? Uh, well, um, they wanted you uh, to just, like, be a cop at that place because they hired me because – uh, 60 or 70% of their thefts came from in-house. What? <laughs> and uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. That, and then I soon found out once I talked to somebody from my law class when I was going to law school back then uh, that it was the <laughs> inside job, unfortunately. Wow. But they wanted you to take all kinds of tests and real scenarios of what you would do if this happened and that happened. And uh and I wasn't doing it fast enough for them, so
0: they uh, <laughs> let me go. That was it. My, I, I hesitate to even tell this story. Uh, back in the er, uh, mid-90s, my one of my best friends worked security for, uh, we'll just say a major department store in New York, right? And he was like, uh, if you're white, you can steal anything in this store. Wow. I was like, what? He goes, if you're white, you can steal anything. He goes, none of the security people even pay attention to the white folks, okay. and I'm like,
6: holy <laughs>
0: smoke. I mean,
3: yeah, that's the, I that's hope things have ten. changed,
0: uh, but that's the way it was in the exactly, mid-90s. Yeah. like, he's like, I'm sure there's people, there's white people in here that are stealing stuff out the door, but the security oh, staff yeah. doesn't even look at him. But and Marco, <laughs> you just slip in. You you don't even have to. You just slide uh, yeah, underneath uh, the uh, radar. Uh, exactly. On the way out. Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy though, Longoria? You just not want to comment. My buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I that's thought you were talking about. It. Marco. Yeah, well, he's crazy too. (laughs) Who hires Marco for security? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bill's in Dawsonville, maybe at Legoland. Like, all right, Marco, (laughs) you're security at Legoland. Uh, Bill's in Dawsonville. Bill, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir?
2: How you doing, brother?
0: What's up, man?
2: Brother, congratulations on 23 years. Thank you, you, sir.
0: It's It's unbelievable, isn't it?
2: That's amazing how the positive that comes from you can make. All of us listen to WSB. Thank you so much.
0: I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you, buddy.
2: The shortest job I ever had, I lost my job for Georgia Power when I turned 21 years old. My favorite bar, bar, pub, whatever y'all call it, I pulled in there and went to the bar. The lady looks at me. My head is down. She said, what happened? I told her. She said, well, let me tell you, I'm going to hire you tonight on your 21st birthday To
0: be
2: the water boy for the wet t-shirt contest. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That was the most amazing job I ever
0: had, Mark. Hey, one-day gig. I had a one-day gig. It wasn't fire or quit or anything. I've told this story before. The uh, funeral home in my town, my buddy worked there, and he called me one day. He's like, hey, do you want a suit? I was like, hey, he's like, they need help at the funeral home today. Just put on a suit, blah, blah, blah. We go down there, and we really didn't do anything <clears throat> like, oh, direct people to the coat room, whatever, the bathrooms are this way, just me and my buddy in a suit. And we worked, I don't know, 90 minutes. It was that 90-minute funeral, and the guy gave us a $100 bill. And when you're 16 and, and <laughs> someone gives you a $100 bill, you're like, and I'm like, dude, call me anytime, <laughs> whatever. I've got many suits. I can switch it. I didn't have I had the one Husky suit yeah. from JCPenney. <laughs> But he never called again, so I guess technically that would be my shortest gig. Brian's in Gainesville. Brian, shortest gig you ever had, buddy?
3: I was 17, and I was a chicken
6: catcher for two weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you quit, or they fired you?
6: Uh, I just didn't show up for work. Anymore.
0: What What exactly, uh, real quick, what entails the job of chicken catching?
2: Well, you have to do it at night, because the chickens can't see good in the dark. <laughs> and you kind of squat down, and you got to... Try to catch four or more chickens in each hand, between
8: your knuckles, between your fingers, and it's just a hard, rough job. Are these like
0: free-range chickens? You're running around the woods trying to catch them, or
8: no? You you go in a chicken house and you just kind of work yourself work your way to the other end of the chicken house and catch them
0: all. It reminds me of that scene in Napoleon Dynamite. You Remember where he's uh when yeah. he was working they in the, at the chicken farm yeah. for a day? And then lunch the, 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 the lunch best. the lunch oh. scene. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if he get should I I hung up on him already. If you got free eggs or something or free wings. Something. All right, shortest gig you've ever had. When we come back, Jay Black, WSB Radio Sports Director, going to give us some breaking news on the UGA football schedule and what's cooking at Mercedes Benz in September, plus your shortest gig ever, 404 872 0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
6: The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience.
4: No, I want this town to be near you.
0: back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, coming up on 707, 7 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News & Talk. The whole fam here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Beefsteak Charlie screens your calls. Coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast review. We're awaiting Jay Black, WSB Radio Sports Director. Give us an update on the Bulldog schedule. Football wise this fall and uh, an update on the Mercedes Benz situation in September does not look like any fans will be in the building. Um, We also have a new poll out today. Channel two has a poll that shows that Biden and Trump are neck and neck in Georgia, which means both those candidates going to be spending a ton of money here in Georgia between now and November. So just bracing you. For a bombardment of ads on the air, on radio, on TV, on social, everywhere, uh about the presidential race. We usually don't get let's go to Charles Thomas III, our political correspondent from the revenant.com. Usually the presidential race, there no one's spending money in Georgia, really. Like they'll throw a couple bucks in here, but if this is neck and neck, uh, I believe there's gonna be a lot of ad time spent.
5: There's gonna be a ton, especially if Paul came out and said that they're polling fairly neck and neck, yeah. like you said. I think they're gonna spend more than they normally do. Just to back up, you said Beef State Charlie. In my ear, it sounded like you called me Deep State Charlie. Oh, I like that, That's and even a better name. She came to that. I could have sworn I was like, did he change it? I'm like, no, he said beef "Deep State is- Charlie. Yeah, it sounded no. like you called me Deep State. No. But, yes, they are they don't normally, not in states like this, not in the last
0: 20 years. Sure. We'll have the full breakdown on the poll tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News at Scottsdale. Today, my 23rd anniversary at WSB Radio. Thank you to uh, News Director Chris Camp. Hire me for whatever reason. I don't know. But 23 year layers here I am. Again, the only reason I'm here, it's not talent. It's uh I don't call in sick. I'm never late. And whatever my boss needs me to do, I do. That's it. If you're a kid listening right now, you want to excel in your career, do those things. And you could be a schlub like me and have... Uh... You were late once, remember, when you got caught in traffic not too long no, ago. Well, that was, well, that was the district. president. But I still called. I was you still did, there for the start still, of the you show. Were there when we started. I just wasn't in the... I was remote broadcasting before there, that was a thing. There you go. Uh, what's the shortest gig you've ever had in your working career? 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Bob's in Peachtree City. Bob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Bob?
4: Everybody clap your hands.
0: What about Bob? We missed him. What about Bob? Uh, Lou is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Lou, Bob. Hey there. Hey, Lou, what's going on?
2: I'm a white guy, so I was wondering, what's the name of that department store?
0: (laughs) It's actually no longer in business, uh, but I would just think any, well, I mean, I don't know if any, are the stores even open in New York yet, the department stores? I don't think so. Yeah. So, sorry, Lou. Mm. Never mind. (laughs) All right. Three hours. You had a three-hour gig?
2: Three-hour gig. What happened? Well, my roommate, this was back in the 70s. I was going to Georgia State. My roommate came home, said I got a great job as a busboy at a restaurant just a block from Georgia State. They need another guy. You want to come to work? I said, sure. Sure. So the next day we showed up, we did one shift and said, never again. That was it.
0: That's a tough gig. That the toughest job I ever had was a combination busboy/slash dishwasher at a Mexican restaurant mm. when I was in college. I was like, I better get my act together, Longoria, because I that was a tough gig.
2: I don't know if you've ever spent the entire day catering to bankers and attorneys, but it was close. That was it.
0: This was Litchfield, <laughs> Connecticut. I told this story before. George Will, the conservative commentator. I haven't told you this story, Chuck. George, bell. I was, I was a busboy slash dishwasher, the two worst jobs. And they're like, well, Aaron can do both of them at a Mexican restaurant in Litchfield, Connecticut, which is like hoity toity. And George will is the, is eating in the dining room and I'm busting tables and I'm like, Hey, George will. He goes, that's the first time I've ever been recognized by a bus boy.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> stop I promise it. you.
0: I promise you. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a well-read bus boy. Wow. Will. Yeah. It was pretty awesome uh terry joins us in ackworth terry the shortest gig you've ever had terry all right yep i'm here make that left turn you first there? i hear your blinker on you gotta it, make you
3: do it's a right it's a right turn, okay though. good, good.
0: Right, <laughs> turn, <so. laughs> right turn
3: clive all right so so here's the deal um I, I was in college as well and a buddy of mine this there seems to be a pattern here that's probably not very good but um A buddy of mine that lived down the hall said, man, I've got the job for us. It's only on Saturdays they're going to pay us $15 an hour. I said, I'm in. He said, the catch is we have to get up at 4.30 in the morning. So I said, okay, not a problem. So we got up. Our dorm director's wife made sure that we even had our lunches. I was there for five hours. I was working in a pick line where the products came through and we had a list of things we had to pull off the line. We were horrible at it. And they asked us to leave at lunch.
0: What is a pick line?
3: It was like products for like certain stores and things. So we had a list and we had a, like a, a gray bucket and they all these things, these products would come across and we had to pull the things off that were on our list.
0: Oh, oh, that sucks.
3: Uh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And, and try that at, you know, like 5 o'clock in the morning. What awesome.
0: what year was that, though?
3: Let's see. That would have been about 92.
0: All right. So 15 bucks an hour. That's high cotton in 1992.
3: It, it was, but not it was not worth my Saturday mornings while I was in college.
0: That's almost double what I first uh, started making at WSB in 1997. <laughs> eight bucks an hour, four hours a day. Now it's eight bucks an hour, 12 hours a day. Yeah. So I'm, I've padded the hours. Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
3: Hey, Mark. Um, Yeah, my shortest gig was with a photography studio that actually um, contracted and did our senior photos, you know, from when we were seniors for our yearbook. Yeah. And um, he he offered me up an apprenticeship as he was taking my photo. And um, so I went over to the studio that was on the south side of Atlanta, Cascade Road, (laughs) and – I went in, and, you know, it was about maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and he was, like, hitting on me. So that was, was, like, all she wrote. And I was like, it, I was really hoping to get, because I love photography, I always have, and I'm a photographer. Um, So I was really thinking that that was going to, I'm
0: sorry. I don't know how women even, uh, how you deal with everything. Yeah,
3: that was in 74 when men were pigs. Yeah. Did you ever see,
0: and I don't condone this, but did you ever see uh, the TV show Mad Men? Yeah. Great show. And it's about the advertising industry in the 60s. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely.
0: like, that's when my mom started, like, working. I'm like, how did you work in that environment? And she worked in the garment district in New York Mm -hmm. where she's like, oh, every dude was handsy. Like, just grabbing whatever. It's, like, unbelievable. I don't know how women did it. Did you have a local photographer in Whitefish, Montana, that would do, like, the school photos, the family photos? Like...
5: Yeah, he was kind of the only guy that wrote for the local newspaper.
0: Okay, so if you wanted, like, uh, graduation photos, you'd call this guy. Yeah. Or, uh, did you have one in, in growing up Longoria, like a family yeah. that did the family photos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debra in, in Wisconsin? This...
4: Oh, no, we had to go to the city.
0: You didn't have one in there? Nope. So I'm not going to say the, the the family's name that was in town. I was friends with the son, right? And it was the mom and dad that ran the photography shop. And it was, they were, you know, it was the photographer in town, right? They would come to school and do the school pictures. Uh, if you wanted to do anything, like a family portrait, you go to their studios, whatever. Like uh, a pillar of the community. So fast forward to, uh, I'm living in Atlanta. I'm probably in my early 20s. And my buddy sends me a text. He's like, dude, Ron's dad disappeared. Ron was my friend. His dad yeah, was yeah. his dad and mom were the photographer. I'm like, they found his Jeep on the side of the road. Um, with the door open, like uh, this is no small sign. town, Connecticut, yeah. no sign. His wallet's gone. Like everything's gone. They don't know what happened to him. Like, this is a huge story in my town. Like no one disappears like this. One month goes by, two months go by, three months go by. No one's heard a word like nothing's turned up, blah, blah, blah. Like after four months, he shows up at, uh, back at his house, his wife, you know, four months, his kids, kids and his wife think that he's dead. He shows up. He started an online relationship with a uh, waitress from a bowling alley in Pennsylvania <laughs> and just, just disappeared, just disappeared. And then after four months, she kicked him out. She's like, you, you're not the guy I thought. And like he had to, call- and then he had to show up back call- home. Yeah. <laughs> How nuts oh. is that? Like, didn't call his sons, text him anything. Be like, hey, I'm alive. They thought he was dead for four months. Neil's to say that photographer is no longer in business. I don't know if you could get over that. Yeah, yeah, she took him back. The wife took him back. Yeah, but Karma, he died like two years later with cancer. I would have made something up like I had amnesia and I didn't know where I was for four months. Not like, sure anybody
5: would buy that. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. You got to
0: take a shot, I guess, Costanza. Yeah. I mean, you can't just... But he's like, yeah, I, I I started chatting. It was like the beginning of AOL online or whatever. It's and He met like this ICQ. He met this... Uh, <laughs> waitress from a bowling alley in Pennsylvania might have been Megan Pennsylvania oh, no, I think yeah, about it. Meg if you're listening let us know Dave's in Roswell Georgia Dave welcome to the Mark Aram show
8: hey buddy first of all let me say congratulations on 23 years thank uh, you, you sir really worked some great over the years
0: I appreciate it buddy
8: uh my uh
0: And we lost Dave. That's okay. No, it was deep It stake. was close. It was close. John's in Athens. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How are you? What up, brother? Man, I love your show. Thank you, bud.
3: Hey, I, I think I probably got the shortest gig ever. Okay. When I was in the 70s, I got a job at a 7-Eleven in a bad part of town. And uh, I just never showed up the next day.
0: Was it because it was a dangerous gig or a bad gig or...
3: Well, I just figured I didn't want to work seven to eleven at night.
0: Yeah, that's a tough. I always, you remember the show, the movie Clerks? The, oh yeah. uh yeah. Love the that the show. India is such a good movie. Um, I always like thought like, well, I could work the overnight shift at like, uh, like because <laughs> like you, you, you have free reign, you know. It'd be like, oh, I want chips now, or I want a beef jerky. Or, Let me get a YooHoo. Like I would just, I thought that'd be a pretty decent gig for me, and I get to, you know, do the overnight shift. I as a night owl, I would enjoy that oh, yeah, at the time. Perfect uh tim's incoming tim welcome to the show
2: thank you mark congratulations on your
0: tenure thank you my friend
2: uh i think i had the shortest gig uh that actually showed up to work 30 minutes
0: what happened i was
2: a i was a bagger at winn dixie okay and uh, i was told that i was hired to bag so i was uh, 15 years old 30 minutes into it uh manager comes over and he said uh you need to go to the bathroom and uh, give it a good clean. So I uh, went back to the bathroom and I.
0: Go ahead, give the I, bathroom a good clean or yourself yeah, a good clean? Yeah,
2: yeah, that wasn't even, I never was told that as part of my job description. Yeah. So I go back to the bathroom, look it over, and I say, you know, I'm out.
0: That was it. <laughs> that was it. You're, you're, that was your line in the sand, was cleaning bathrooms at the Winn-Dixie.
2: I well, would, well my, my parents were paranoid about, you know, we, I'm the same age as you, and uh, the AIDS epidemic was going around, so they just really ooh. put the fear on don't <laughs> go anywhere near public Tim, restaurants. Tim, stop and,
0: licking the urinal. There's AIDS around. That's a uh, Bagging groceries got to be a tough gig, too. Any of you guys ever bag groceries? I would suck at that, though. No. I would be really bad. I'm I don't have awesome that. at it. I, are you?
4: I've never done it for a job, but I love to bag my own groceries. I
0: wouldn't have that Tetris mindset to I'm like put everything in. Yeah, I would be really bad at that. Shortest gig you've ever had. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. If you're on Instagram, check out my Instagram story. i got a poll up right now. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. It's the Mark Aram Show on
6: 95.5 WSB. 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk.
0: 725, 85 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8. Steve joins us at Alpharetta. Steven, what's the shortest gig you've ever had, bud? Well, I can't say it's the shortest, but it should have been. Okay. I In college, after,
5: after my first year in college, I had a 1.24 the gpa
0: that's impressive so I went
2: to
5: work <laughs> in a in a factory wilson a, a, a basketball factory my,
2: my title and my job was basketball bladder repairman
0: so you'd and, fix the inside and, of the basketball the rubber
2: that's exactly right just like the inner tube of a bicycle tire or whatever and it was summer it was hot um i probably should not have stayed there but i did i stuck
5: it out um Took it out all summer, and that's when I decided, like one of your other callers said before, I do not want to do this the rest of my life. I'm going back to school and I'm going to finish.
4: Yep, that's what
6: I started.
0: That's what uh, well, that uh, that dishwashing gig, gig did for me. It was, I was like, I can't do this. That's
6: uh, I, exactly right.
0: I gotta get my, a, my blank good. together. What was your get your moment together, get your stuff together moment, Chuck? Would you, is there any, was there a time in your life you're like, I better, yeah. What was the very
5: specifically? I was sitting in a hole, it was like 90 degrees out, and I was tying rebar. And this guy was yelling, he was sort of the foreman, the concrete foreman. Yeah. He's screaming at me that I'm doing it wrong. It wasn't, I was doing it wrong, just doing it different. Yeah. No big deal. And I remember looking up at him, and I knew he was an ex con. And I remember thinking, I have academic credentials. That aren't as long as your rap sheet. Yeah. I'm sitting in this hole (laughs) getting yelled at by you, and I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm not going to listen to guys
0: like that. I just can't do it. Get your act together. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Dick joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's up, Dick?
2: Hi. um, My first job out of college, my first summer home, was as a flag man for a crop dusting crew. Oh. Basically, you would hold the flags up and count eight rows and these Korean War pilots flying these Boeing Stearman biplanes would come zooming down the rows, and then they'd squirt a little on the kid as they went over. Ugh. And I did that for a day, coughing and hacking yeah. with all the stuff that I'd inhaled. And then at the end of the day, I jackknifed the trailer carrying all the BDT, and it
0: dumped it out on the water. Do, do you have mesothelioma? I think I have a yeah, lawyer for well, you, Dick. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to be the the crash test dummy for the crop dusting plane. I crop dust. Never mind. 404-872. When we come back, Johnny Kilbasa and Jay Black and your calls. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB.
6: Kilbasa. Hi, everybody. This is John Bench, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. You're
0: one of the best. Thank you, Johnny Bench. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Seven thirty-six, twenty-four in front of eight. The bananas and I with you till eight in the PM. Real quick, I didn't catch up. A highlight of your weekend, Deborah Green. Anything big you want to share?
4: Oh, it's my husband's birthday, so we Yay. had a cookout, hung out at the pool. Nothing, Very nice. Nothing too crazy.
0: Very nice. Low T Chuck. Highlight of the weekend? Uh, more pool time, man. More pool time. Yeah, it's well, nice. you don't. You're not tan at all. No, I'm super white. All right, uh, Shlangoria. Highlight of the weekend? Nothing great. We did nothing. That's we just a, got we got ready for school. That's re- a great for week, first day dude. of school. Yeah, happy first day of school yeah. to all the kids out there and the teachers. Uh, I had a great meal at Arnett's Chop Shop. Went out to a restaurant again. They redid it in Brookhaven. It's a cool joint. They basically like redid their restaurant and like fifty percent of it is now outdoor seating, so they can get people in. Really good stuff. Yeah, I reckon. Yes, sir.
5: I'm, I, my wife's not listening, so I can say this. I completely forgot that we went out on our anniversary <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All
0: right. Good job, Chuck. Happy yeah. anniversary. See, you
5: said I was going to be an absentee father, you might be right. Yeah, I exactly. totally percent. I completely forgot we did uh, that.
0: Luckily, we do not have an absentee sports director. WSB's Jay Black here with some breaking news on the SEC football front. Breaking news. There we go. <laughs> Where is Hector? Jay, the SEC schedule is out. What's uh, in store for the Bulldogs this year?
7: It is, uh, it is completely different than what we had planned on before the pandemic, and it's going to be a little tougher uh, getting going here. So we knew that it's going to be just 10 SEC games. It'll start with kind of an easy one. September 26th, Georgia will go to Arkansas. They'll face their former coach, Sam Pittman, who's now the head man at the Razorbacks. They haven't won an SEC game in the last two seasons. Then the Auburn game, week two. Typically, that is in late November. Now it is the second game of the season. That will be between the Hedges at Georgia. Week 3, October 10th, Tennessee will come to Athens. Then week 4, the big game against Alabama. That will be Georgia's first trip to Tuscaloosa since 2007. Ugh. That game On would have been road. the SEC opener. It's now week 4, October 17th. On the October road. 20th. On the road Ugh, at gross. Alabama. All right. At least uh, there won't be 90,000 people in Bryant-Denny Stadium, most likely, but I'm pretty sure they're PAs. It's,
0: the it's Alabama. You might exactly. have 110,000 people in, in that stand. All right, then a bye week. or no, Kentucky, then a bye week.
7: At Kentucky, then the bye week, then week seven. November 7th, Georgia will go face Florida in Jacksonville. Week eight, November 14th, Mizzou. That's a road trip. That'll be followed by a home game against Mississippi State. Thanksgiving weekend, Georgia will go to South Carolina, and the regular season ends December 5th with Vandy at home.
0: Why do I see a late season an undefeated run until a late season stumble in South Carolina? How do, why do I think that automatically Jay Black? Oh, uh, cuz it happened last year. <laughs> exactly right. Stumble. All right, so uh but but we don't know fans yet. Uh whether fans We fan, do not know fans. Yeah, it, so no word yet. We don't know what's going to happen
7: know they they have made plans with several different contingencies, but uh, nothing has been released so far for the SEC and the dogs.
0: All right, so October 17th, the Mark Aram Show on the 16th will be live from Tuscaloosa at the Hooters, uh, broadcasting our show there. You can make that happen, Jay Black. Got it. Uh, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay and Black. Hooters, jo- <laughs> Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, yes. Uh, Mercedes-Benz made an announcement, announcement today regarding the uh, Five Stripes and the Falcons. September, zero fans allowed at Mercedes-Benz.
7: Yep, and that's going to affect two Falcons games September 13th against the Seahawks and the Bears on the uh, 27th, so Kirk Mellish is not going to be able to go to the game for that. <laughs> oh. And uh, and then we already knew that uh, Atlanta United MLS has put out its new schedule. They had already said that the first three games would be without fans, but they will be at home uh, this Saturday.
0: Excellent. Uh, and is that, does the NFL have a policy yet? No fans, or are they leaving it up to each organization?
7: It seems to be up to each organization, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's kind of a, a league wide directive saying we kind of all need to be on the same page here because it would be kind of a little bit of a competitive disadvantage if, you know, somebody can't have fans and somebody else has yeah, 30,000.
0: Very not. Uh, J- Jay Black, uh, WSB Radio Sports Director at Breaking News. If you don't mind, Jay Black, I want to cross the streams because this could be radio history. Uh-oh. Jay Black's going to stay on the line for the fast food review. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Hello! Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How are you doing, Jonathan? I'm
6: doing great, Mark Aram. Happy anniversary and it's an honor to be sharing the airwaves with jay black today mark it seems like yesterday when you and i were riding our bikes around speaking into tape recorders and pretending we would be huge like we are today, bro. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank
0: you, buddy. And, and Johnny Kielbasa has been with me for the majority of those 23 years, and I've known Johnny longer than 23 years. Uh, the reason I want to cross the streams, Johnny, is because I don't know if you know this, but Jay Black is a low-key fast food dude. Like, dude, is, is he could hang with you and I if we did a fast food tour. So, Jay, okay. Okay. I, I just want to get uh, Jay on here with Johnny. Jay, any any uh, pressing questions or comments you want to throw Johnny Kielbasa's way?
7: I, Johnny, have recently taken in uh, Wendy's fa- uh, breakfast menu. I know it's a little late, but I've been on a <laughs> diet. But I finally got around to it. I will give it 7 out of 10.
6: Okay. And, and is that, are you going through everything? I mean, a biscuit is a biscuit no matter how you slice it. But that breakfast Baconator, Jay, I think that's something to be reck- reckoned yes. with. The, in, the breakfast the
7: Baconator was, was strong content there.
6: And
0: Jay, Jay Black and how you- passed up a Culver's the other day. Did not go to Culver's.
7: We made it up later.
0: You, oh, you did go back. Okay, I, I did, did
7: eventually make it up, but yes, I, I had to. I had to resist the Culver. Culver's is a strong hamburger. The folks
6: in Wisconsin now did themselves that. Yeah,
0: game. Johnny, do you have a question for Jay?
6: I do. What's your favorite game day fast food Ooh, started off meal?
0: Great question, Johnny.
7: Well, I'll. I don't really start off with fast food because it's a long day. Long so, answer. But but <laughs> on the way home is when I partake in the fast food. Do we count cookout in Athens as fast food?
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So
7: cookout after when I'm leaving Athens at like 2 a.m. after a night game, I'll hit up the uh, cookout in Athens and, and snack on that on the way back to Atlanta.
0: See, that Jay uh, it's partakes in the free press food, Johnny. So, he, you know, uh, yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint well, on game I used day to. for Jay. I don't Jay. know if
4: we'll have free press food. Yeah, but I, know. I used to.
0: Back in back in the day. All right, so that was fun. I lo- I love when when uh, my worlds collide. Johnny Kilbasa and Jay Black for the first time ever on the Great air
6: together. to you, Jake. You Kielbasa. too, buddy. Kilbasa.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Jay. All right, Johnny. What's on the menu tonight, bud?
6: Mark Zaxby's likes putting the Z's into everything, and they got something new there. It's the Zen Station. They got a couple of things, but they add all these Z's to everything. And I don't know if they have a rule where you can only have one Z per name. Because they got this thing called the Zen-Sation, but it's Z-E-N-S-A-T-I-O-N. It would seem to me that it would be general knowledge. If you're going to put one Z in there for the S, why don't you just put another, another Z, Z yeah. in zen Zation it's easier to say than zen Station. but regardless of that, bro.
0: Get the two Zs. We've got,
6: yeah, like, and then you could get ZZ Top to come in. Exactly. <laughs> After sensation. Mark, they got the Zensation Filet Sandwich and the sensation salad. Okay, there's a salad with a Z, but not a, another Z in Zensation. So you get this. You got the, they You know, they came out with their kind of answer to Popeye's Chicken Sandwich a while ago. They called it their Southern TLC Filet Sandwich. No Zs in that, unfortunately. But that's on their regular bun mayo, lettuce, tomato, whatever. Well, this is kind of building on that. With the Zensation, it's a Texas toast. And then you got some Asian slaw. You got some wontons in there for crunch or whatever. And then a little bit of citrus vinaigrette, which you're not going to find on a fast food sandwich anywhere. Texas toast, it's really good. Now, they're offering the salad version, I'm sorry, the salad version of that, with they're going to throw in some cabbage and mixed greens and carrots and whatnot. And then, um The best thing about this whole thing is either one you order, they're going to give you fries and an egg roll. Oh. Not just fries or an egg roll. It is fries and an egg roll. No Z's in that, unfortunately. So
0: last night I drove by the uh, Zaxby's on Cobb Parkway, and I don't know what they were giving away for free, but there was 49 cars in the drive-thru line. I was like, what the hell's going on? So I didn't Hmm. go to Zaxby's. I went to – this has never happened before in the history, in the 46 years of me eating fast food every day – I went to the McDonald's on North Side Parkway and ordered the uh, fillet fish combo meal Longoria, which you know I love. And I was <laughs> like, uh, I'll get a Diet Coke because why not? And the late yeah. for the first time ever, the lady's like, our soda machine is broken. So oh, I was no. yeah. I so was, just for ice cream after that? No, I was. I'd never the soda machine was broken. So I was so I was like, I wasn't prepared. So I had to go off the cuff, and I went, all right, give me a McDouble, a McChicken, and a small fries, and the two for two mix and match meal. No beverage. In hindsight, I should have just asked if they had bottled water. But I was so thrown about. You would have been embarrassed to me, Johnny. I got a good order, though, on my feet. Uh, You know, it was only like 4 bucks too. So I did all right.
6: That was a great meal. Yeah.
0: I'd never heard that, though. The soda machine was broken. The ice cream machine you expect, right? That always happens. But the soda machine was down craziness. Maybe
6: they had one of those fancy what do they call those? The Coke Flex machine or something like that where you can have 100,000 different kinds of stuff. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. 2020 just keeps getting worse. (laughs) I mean, come on.
6: (laughs) That's the reason. Uh, Johnny
0: K, I appreciate you as always
6: and... Here's the 23 more years of the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. Johnny Kilbasa rocks on Instagram. And listen to the sausage Chuck Podcast. on your know app, pod app, or johnnykielbasa.com. All
0: things Kilbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Bruh. Anytime, bro. Bruh. That, uh, that was good. Got Johnny and Russ on at the same time. Should have done a three-way with Tony and Marietta. Don't want to keep Tony waiting. Hunky. Tony. What's going on, Tone? Shortest gig you ever had, brother.
8: Well, I'll get into that in a second. First off, I've got to uh, congratulate uh, Low T and Hot Neighbor with uh, Abernathy, Haynes Road, (laughs) Thomas. That's awesome. (laughs) And uh, congratulations on their uh, wedding anniversary. And congratulations to you for 23 years because I've been listening to you pretty much for 23 years because I've been here for 35. So congrats on that. Thank you, Great achievement. Um, the shortest uh, job I had, I grew up always wanting money. So <laughs> I, I, my dad had a really good friend, and who had a machine shop. Uh, this is back in Chicago, six blocks away from my house. And he needed somebody to clean up the machine shop. So I'm like, well, what does it pay? He's like, I need you for four hours. I'll pay you five bucks an hour. So back in sixty, nineteen sixty-nine and seventy, that was like really good money. Heck yeah. So the part that he left out was that I had to clean the bathroom. Now, imagine now he uh, employed mostly uh, Polish guys. And they would go and they would eat, you know, like the worst diet ever. And that was the messiest bathroom that I have oh. ever had to clean up in my life. I lasted just about one year. I think it was 11 months. But that's the shortest gig I ever had.
0: Well, that's that's pretty long, though, considering the uh, the crappiness, literally the crappiness of that job. Tony, appreciate you. When we come back, we're going to squeeze Russ and Gainesville in and rapid fire on your calls. Uh, the shortest gig you've ever had in your work career on twitter and instagram at mark aram this is the mark aram show
6: Mark Aram on ninety-five point five WSB Atlantis News and Talk. We
0: plum ran out of time. I'm so sorry. Let's get our buddy Russ in Gainesville in here real quick. Russ, how you doing, bud? You have a good weekend? Russ.
8: Come here a minute. Hey, I yeah, talk. A great weekend. I'll show you those pictures of Copper Girl. Yes, my man. Yes. Yeah. She's coming back. I have to go get her from Chattanooga, <laughs> but I'll do it.
0: I think someone uh someone got my number confused with your number. So I just got this text like twenty minutes ago. From an unknown number, Chuck. It says, how is everything, love? I'm going to be Stone Mountain near Stone Mountain in the next few days. Can you come get me for one of these days to hang? I've been so anxious with everything going on. I would really love to see you. I'll do whatever. Just come pick me up, LOL.
5: Please reply. I, I did
0: whatever. I was Jeez. like, I was like, who's this? I was oh, desperate. Is it Corally? Uh, I don't know. It was like, I'm so sorry. How embarrassing! Uh, Not uh, the Corral. right person. I was like, you looking for rush you Should have played that out. Uh Well, I'm, I'm trying to focus on the show. I'm, I'm trying, sure you're to focus Yeah, on <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Russ, real quick, shortest gig you've ever had? You know
8: that bar, Flashers and Sandy Oh French? hell yeah! I worked there one night. They called me and, uh, they have, we're having some kind of emergency. Like they had an inspection.
0: They needed a dancer. So one of the
8: dancers called me and said, can you please come help us? Uh, yes. And she, she said, there'll be a permanent job if you want. And I worked all night. Dancing? And the owner, he kind of looked at me funny cause I was a customer there. You know, he saw me behind the bar. Oh, you're a bartending. Okay. No, no, we were cleaning up the place for some oh, kind of inspection. I got you. And, uh, I said, uh, "Am I going to stay working here?" And they said, "Yeah, we'll call you." And they never called. That
0: was me. it, Russ. I got to go, buddy. Thank you, Scott's up next. Real quick, Scott, shortest gig you ever had, buddy?
8: I was a uh, driving a dump truck uh, for a paving contractor and uh, on commission and worked one night. Came back the next night. It was over a weekend and uh, got back to dump the load of uh, Millen, which is the old road and the dump got stuck up, the The bucket got stuck up in the air. Oh, no. And, no, no, listen, man. There were signs, and I ignored the signs. Okay, don't ignore the signs There's something's trying to tell you to. So, anyway, I uh, got back, and uh, I I I couldn't get the bucket to go back down, and I left the entire truck with the bucket at stuck the dump. up in the air. At, at the dump.
0: So- I'm okay with that. I, I like That's problem solving. You just walk away from that situation. Randy, real quick, shortest gig you had.
8: Uh, Back in
2: 75, I worked at uh, uh, Western Sizzler after school. And I went to work, worked two hours, had a steak dinner, and left. Never went back.
0: Dream job. I would work there right now. Star of the show there. Longoria.
1: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: He wasn't on the show tonight, but Sanjay did me a solid. So little Sanjay gets star of the show. Uh, The Democratic National Convention today and tomorrow will be broadcast on our AM signal, and then Wednesday and Thursday will be on all our signals. We'll do the same for the Republican National Convention. Complete convention coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Oh, you know what? Throw Randy a star of the show, too. She was freaking hilarious today. So two stars of the show, both the same height, Randy and Sanjay. We'll continue <laughs> the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little B.